0: they pretty much doubled the base pay. So they doubled the pay, which I'm happy with. You know, I asked around and people right around my level have the same pay. So I I can't argue too much.
1: The All-Star app, the number one app in the business. UFC, Bellator, One Championship, PFL and more. Get the app right now. Link in description. All right, Mario, man, 2022. Three fights, three wins. Just describe the type of year you had, and, and how much growth you obtained from all the experiences.
0: Uh, man, the word I could use is just a consistent year. You know, um, the past few years, you know, COVID, you know, uh, just kind of like uh, got me off rhythm. You know, but 2022, I I told myself like, hey, I'm I'm gonna have as many. Um, I aim for four fights, and I got three fights, so I was super happy with it three wins, two first round finishes, man. I, I couldn't ask for anything better.
1: Yeah. Oh, for real. You and gotta... a bonus
0: too. So that was
1: nice. Yeah. 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 We'll get to that. We'll get to that, man. Uh, yeah. The, the, the last Victor you had the submission against Benito Lopez, uh, the back triangle arm bar. But before that, I want to talk about the submission before that, because yeah. you tried for the correct me if I'm wrong, a pressing arm bar from Mount, is that right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like a pressing arm lock, kind of reverse set you know, pulling, you're on the back of the elbow, trying to crunch it in. That's the one I was originally trying to go for, but uh, uh, it was a little risky. I, I would have to really get my weight off of him, and I was thinking, oh, if he gets up, then who knows what could happen, you know? So uh, I went back to a, a, a safer position and, and got a
1: different one. Yeah, I was rooting for it because I don't think we've ever seen that submission ever in the UFC.
0: Yeah, but when I was, like, hearing, like, the commentators and, like, people, like, reading the comments, I was like, damn, like, if I would have got that, that probably would have been the first, you know, that's some like old school jujitsu right there. So man, it, it would have been pretty cool.
1: For sure. Is that something that you hit in sparring?
0: Oh yeah. All the time. Um, like I said, the way I was mounted on him, usually I would drive my shin across the neck and really get more leverage on that. Uh, so yeah, I hit those, um, in, in sparring and in jujitsu and, uh, a couple other like little old school, like judo arm locks that I, that I like to hit. So, uh. Uh, You never know. I might, I might get it one of these days.
1: Yeah, man. It's just experience, man. You, you, you have it in the bag now. And if you get back to that position, you kind of understand like, okay, maybe I could take a risk.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. And definitely feeling it out in the cage because there's certain submissions you kind of stay away from like in the cage, you don't want to like end up on bottom. Uh, So I definitely got a good, a good feel for it.
1: Yeah. That was fun to watch, man. Especially how you uh, transition, to the to the back triangle kind of and got the arm bar it was it was beautiful and um man he missed weight you got a performance bonus basically you got four checks man how good does that feel to get paid that much amount of extra cash
0: oh it it felt great you know and now it's just a cap off the year you know so it it felt good you know i kind of i think the last bonuses i had uh covid you know came around shortly afterwards so we couldn't do anything So, and, you know, I was smart to save my money. But this time I kind of splurged a little bit, you know, kind of went to Vegas, gambled a little bit, had some fun. And, uh, yeah, I mean, spent Benito's paycheck on on the roulette table.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Is that the game? Is that your game, roulette?
0: Dude, I I don't know why. And I just started playing it, but it's super addicting. And I limit myself all the time, but it's super fun. I I like
1: it. Well, you also got to... Pretty much enjoy Thanksgiving, Christmas, you know, because your fight was early November. How was uh, that time?
0: Oh, it it was fun. You know, we kept the Christmas small, even though, like, you know, the time would have been, like, to go all out. But like I said, we've just kind of been spending more time, like, experiencing things, you know, just, uh, you know, heading up north to Flagstaff, you know, going sledding, things like that, going to Vegas, uh, little things like that here and there.
1: Could this be, could that year been like pretty much one of the best years of your life?
0: Oh, absolutely. You know, you you never know what's going to come around. And so when I look back at it, uh, definitely my time through the UFC, that's definitely been the best year
1: I've had. You mentioned in our last interview that that was your final fight on that current contract. Did that weigh heavy on you heading into that fight?
0: I I try not to let it, you know, because it's only added extra, you know, pressure. But uh you you definitely saw my emotion at the end of it not only did I beat Benito like in a you know pretty cool performance but you know I I got to you know I don't think I would have lost my job but it it definitely helps you know and um I was glad I got the win and you know earned myself another contract
1: yeah and any details you can give about the new contract uh
0: I'm sure it's going to be disclosed anyway but they pretty much doubled uh the base pay so they doubled the pay which i'm happy with you know i'm i asked around and people right around my level have the same pay so i i can't argue too much
1: yeah that's nice man and and march 11th you get to return back to action you, you're back in front of a crowd as well at the virgin hotels i don't think they've ever done a show there yet so i think this is the first one for the ufc did you enjoy fighting in the apex because you were pretty successful there
0: <laughs> yeah the first like the first two were, were pretty cool. And then three and four were like, okay, like I, I want to see some people. I I was watching uh, pay-per-view cards and seeing the crowds. And I'm like, damn, I'm, I'm so jealous right now. Because if I could have like those performances in front of a crowd, oh man, I I would uh, I would do anything for that.
1: Yeah, the, the energy is different, right? Like what you feed off.
0: Oh, 100%. And even, you know, walking out there, you, you feel the energy. And... I never thought I would be in a position where I would be without an audience until, you know, COVID, no one's seen that coming. So I'm definitely grateful for the fans and the energy they put out there.
1: I know you were looking to face a, a top 15 guy, but this matchup is it's pretty solid, right? Are you satisfied with it?
0: Yeah, I mean, in the go- in the when I got my contract and then I seen who I was fighting, I'm like, okay, like, that makes sense. You know, if I get like a top 15, then definitely want to renegotiate, you know, fighting those those you know dogs up in there so uh but yeah it's just another i'm looking at it in a positive light you know it's going to be a tough first round he he comes out hard um he's pretty strong you know and and he fights emotional so to have um that kind of experience um i think will be beneficial uh, before i start heading up into the top 15 top 10.
1: yeah he does get pretty wild at times man that's something that like really really shines about his performances do you think when you reach a certain level of fighter in the ufc that becomes kind of counterproductive
0: uh i, I think so but you know if someone for him in his shoes you know he's a little bit older i've heard him like talk about retirement so i think if i was in his shoes i'd probably be doing the same thing you know like why not like go get your one last bonus you know or like get a pretty cool knockout um because you know like i said he's getting older so you're only going one way from there
1: but it does put you in danger you know what i mean it does right
0: oh absolutely yeah i mean you're either gonna go out there get something done the first round or you know you're not gonna make it to the end of the fight or you might lose a decision so like what what else can you do
1: when you strip away that that uh that wildness that he has what do you see in his skill set
0: you know he's he's pretty technical like um Especially in his stand up with his kicks, he throws heavy kicks, and um everything else tends to slow down with him uh, but I think those kicks he keeps them pretty consistent throughout the fight with um with volume and and the power he has he he keeps it all the way through with those kicks.
1: What did you think about his performances against uh uh costa and and Montino? Those are kind of like the younger guys of the division, and they actually aren't even with the u f c anymore What did you think about the output that he he did against those guys?
0: Uh, With Montino, I think Montino came in there with a wrong game plan. I think he, you know, he got done fighting Sean O'Malley, took a beating, and, you know, Sean puts people away, and he was in there, you know, pretty much the whole fight, you know. So I think he thought, like, oh, I have a chin, you know, Sean can't take me out, like, no one can. And he found out the hard way, unfortunately. And with Costa, um, yeah, I think he just, kind of made a a big like kind of simple mistake and let someone like that in the first round grab your neck with no hooks uh yeah it's it's not going to be good so like i said props to him like he goes out there in the first round and he's gotten himself back into a into some good fights
1: yeah for sure and uh training camp of course mma lab um who have been the cast and crew for you for this for this camp
0: you know some of the younger guys you know the um some of the guys behind the scenes, not so much the UFC guys, but guys like Marcus McGee, I think he's pretty close to maybe getting a shot. Uh, he's probably one of the best strikers on the team. Uh, Juwan Lee, uh, Bechi, uh, Cantu, he's, he fights with Combate, and a couple other guys, you know, give me that Southpaw look and, and yeah, yeah give me a good
1: look. Marcus McGee, is he the funniest guy at the lab?
0: Oh, definitely the funniest that dude can rap that dude can dance that dude can fight and knock people out man <laughs> i don't know if there's anything you can't do
1: did you focus on anything extra for this camp or put more time into any particular part of your game um i think
0: like a little bit more speed uh for me you know i think i'm definitely strong enough to to keep up with him um i just want to be the faster one, you know, if we go into the second and third rounds, I just want to be the the faster one and, and, and use that to my advantage.
1: Has has conditioning ever been a worry for you?
0: It, it used to be actually back in like the beginning of my pro career, because you know sparring with the guys from the lab, especially when I was the young one, some of those older guys that were in the UFC. Man, I just felt like I was behind on conditioning, uh, strength too, and so about five years ago, you know, coach, um actually talked to me about it and said hey like maybe we should start doing some strength conditioning get you stronger for you know those the the tougher guys in the division and where you're going to be heading and so that's been like a five-year thing and now i don't even you know lately i don't even worry about it no more i think the last fight i've worried about it was like miles john's or or maybe even before that i I think i went three rounds with jinsu sun tough back and forth fight so. I I know now I could be there all three rounds, so I'm not worried about it. No
1: more. You look pretty. You look pretty jacked in your last fight, though. Like you were like pretty cut up. You know what I mean? Like you look solid physically.
0: Oh yeah. yeah, I'm pretty consistent. You know with my strength conditioning, it's Mondays and Fridays, and then even in the off season, like I'll give myself like a week or two, and then I'll go back to lifting hard, and then once we get closer to the to the fight, it turns more into conditioning and more like circuit training, less weights and it's been working working out good for me i I think i think i have a good idea of how to get myself ready
1: when you're outside of camp do you focus on adding muscle more than like let's say conditioning
0: i think it's for me i think it's more maintaining the muscle so that's what i like to do i I don't go too crazy with like the lifting just i don't want to get injured doing something outside of mma you know um but yeah, I just focus on staying in shape, staying strong, and I feel that kind of prevents injuries in my training. Um, but yeah, that, that that's usually what I just do it for. And I, I like to lift and everything, it's it's good. We have some guys at the gym I like to hang out with and, and work out with.
1: with. With strength and conditioning, it seems like it has changed over the last couple of years because before it was like they were just doing it because they were just following another sport. But now it seems like these coaches have altered everything and 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 focused more on like the movement and, and where you need to be explosive. Have you noticed that?
0: Yeah, definitely. It's gotten a lot more detailed in the lifting. You're not just like doing battle ropes and doing like whatever it is, you know, throw out your back. You know, when we're in the gym, and I've learned this from physical therapy, The our uh, uh, my therapist, he was really in detail of like, where my hips need to be, my shoulders, everything engaged, and it's it's definitely opened my mind up a lot to uh, strength conditioning and and how to do it. There's definitely uh some levels to it.
1: Where have you noticed that benefit you in your training, like during a camp or even outside of camp? Um,
0: I, I would feel like more, pretty much everywhere, like in my grab, especially in my grappling, because it's all movement, you know, and. And the feel, and that, and in jujitsu, I'm obviously connected to someone else, so I get to feel, make sure everything's in right alignment, so I'm not hurting myself. You know, uh this guy shoot a double leg against me on the cage, like it's a deadlift. You know, lifting him up, um, and trying to apply those workout techniques in wherever I can, like in in my MMA game.
1: Yeah, a lot of explosive movements, and and do you feel more powerful, like when you when you hit pads, or even just when you connect your punches in a fight?
0: Yeah, definitely. Like you, I feel it throughout my camp. You know, at the beginning of my camp, I'll feel kind of sluggish. Like, damn, like I need to stop lifting weights, and things won't be connected. I won't have like a good bounce. But the lighter I get, the twitchier I get. I, I I feel a difference, and I I could hear the difference in the pads too. You, you hear them cracking, and in my conditioning, I can I can keep it up. You know, for, you know, we do like six rounds of uh, mitts, and I can keep it up all the way through. So. I definitely notice it.
1: Yeah, it seems like yeah, you don't really fade or anything like that, and and I wonder what other fighters are doing wrong. The ones that do fade, are they not doing the strict conditioning properly?
0: Uh, man, you'd you'd be surprised. You know, I, I the gym I train at, you know, it's well respected and everything, but the, you know, some guys like don't like to do certain things. You know, and I've I've noticed that. I've and with me, you know, if I'm told, you know. You got to do this, this, and this. I'll just do it. You know, I I won't argue or like make up an excuse next Friday. Hey, sorry, I, I can't come in today. It's little things like that that I think like separates me from a lot of people.
1: Proof is in the pudding, like they say. Last year, you showed like all of that investment that you put in. It it, it helps and and it and it comes in your results. Now, three straight wins, two straight submissions. Do you see another submission in this fight? Uh, possibly.
0: You know, I I think that would. Uh, definitely stop the storm that I think uh is going to try to bring. So, you know, I think if I bring it down to the mat, um, I think I could find a submission, but at the very least, it's going to get him really tired. And I think if he makes it into the second and third, it, I don't think it's going to be uh, too good for him.
1: Do you see a, a, a significant gap in the grappling between you and Kennedy?
0: Uh, yes, especially especially after a few minutes of grappling, I think at first he's going to be strong. Everyone's pretty tough at first, you know, whether uh, it doesn't matter about your skill level, but I think once you start getting tired, that's where the skill starts to, to come out more and the connections. And I think my connect, I have a lot more connections in jujitsu, especially in the ground game than he does.
1: You mentioned earlier about like how he likes to jump on certain things and maybe risk losing position. You were. In your last fight, you're a little bit smarter, you didn't risk it, and then you couldn't kind of have just transitioned and got a better position and got the tap that could be the key difference in this fight, I think you know I mean if it does hit the mat like you like you said earlier,
0: oh yeah, no definitely if it's a mat, I'm gonna definitely take my time on him I'm gonna make him work for for everything you know if he tries to get back up or getting out of submissions um that's my plan just to make him work and get him tired and and I'm looking at it realistically, you know, he's he's a lot older than me, and I'm looking to, you know, use that to my advantage.
1: Where where do you see yourself at the end of this year, man? You've had you have so much momentum, and this fight, I feel like it could catapult you.
0: Yeah, uh, I think by the end of the year, I think we're I'll be looking at trying to get into the top ten. You know, I, I I'm looking to get into the top fifteen this year. Um, but yeah, starting twenty twenty four. Uh, we'll see if we can get to the top 10
1: yeah man you're perfect age as well you know i mean you're 29 years old you have a lot of experience and you know timing man timing is everything march 11th ufc fight night go into descriptions download the all-star app thank you mario man always it's always a good chat because i get to pick your brain man on certain topics and certain things that i usually don't talk to other fighters about and it's fun man you have good great responses
0: oh thank you john i appreciate the questions they're awesome